0: Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and on behalf of my co-host, Chrissy Dunham, and myself, let me just say thank you for joining us today. The Wonder Podcast is for you, whether you're a man, a woman, young, older, married, single. Our mission is to encourage you and get you focused back on the wonders of our great God. Psalm 136 says, To Him who alone does great wonders and to him alone do we dedicate this episode and every episode so whether you're in the car or on your way to work at home watching a little one washing dishes or binge listening on a road trip which we've heard many of you do we say thank you and we pray you enjoy this episode of the wonder podcast
1: do you hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear? It's the most wonderful time of Of the year. year. Y'all, we are so excited to be joining you today with the Wonder Podcast. Yes. Because just like Oprah used to do her favorite things, (laughs) oh, Lisa and I have our list Of our favorite things during this time of the year, hopefully to inspire you to do some things with your family or with your girlfriends or your husband, but also just to share some fun ideas of things to do that are our favorites. And my list keeps growing throughout the years. And then your traditional things that you've done. So this podcast is all of our favorite things for this season of the year. Lisa, are you ready?
0: I'm, I've am i been ready. I mean, Christmas starts for me around October 31st. So let's just be honest. Not that I decorate my house or anything then, but I start listening to Christmas music on Halloween. Yes. Like I've been listening and Brad just rolls his eyes. Like I just carry my phone around with me with Christmas music on and from whatever reason I'm in, it's just going. Of course, Hallmark. We've talked about that watching Hallmark movies. I mean, it just never gets old, does it? How is that never? I don't know. I thought about that the other night. Like, I can. I've seen some of these
1: movies five and six times, and I sit there and watch it again. There's just something
0: about it. It transports me into another world. Well, I look forward to it. it. Like around seven or eight, I'm like, I get to go watch a Hallmark movie. I know time. But this time of year, they're
1: on. 24 hours a day there is no golden girls to come on at nine o'clock no. it is 24 hours it's the best thing ever we love you hallmark yes we do yes we all right lisa give us your number well we're not going to go in numbers just give me an item that's one of your favorite things during this time of the year
0: well there's a lot of my favorite things you know Just having raised a family already, you know, and and being able to see that and then watching what my kids are doing with their kids. But, uh, of course, lights and just being with friends and hosting people in my home and buying gifts for people. I mean, that's all some of my very favorite things. Kids Christmas programs. And I this is a big year because I finally get to go to one of my grandkids. They're having their very first. We have a three-year-old now. So Yay! His little school that he goes to, which is down the street, his little, you know, Mother's Day out two days a week. He get our three-year-old, who's my oldest grandson, gets to be in a show, a program, Christmas program. So don't you know that I'm going to be on the front row with yes, you are. Of that show? Because this is my first time to get to go see a grandchild perform and sing. And I've heard, already heard one of his songs and it's just the sweetest little thing. And so I'm super excited about that. So that's, you know, when I think of Christmas memories, I think of those types of things. But when I think about my favorite things about Christmas and just things that I like to do, I think I've shared some of these things before, but you know, we've got new people that, that listen in, but we did three gifts at Christmas for our children. And we still do that with our children and grandchildren now. And why do we do three things? Because that's what Jesus got. We know Jesus got frankincense, um, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And so we do three gifts, a, a nice gift, a, a smaller gift, and then a smallest gift. And that's one thing that's kind of helped us through the years kind of keep the focus on Jesus and the birthday of Christ and not so much of giving, <laughs> of, gift, of the gift thing where it's just kind of like the focus. So that's been one of our favorite things to do. What is one of your favorite things?
1: Well, along those lines, our family gets three gifts each, and we take the time, and everybody opens one at a time, and we all focus in on all of that. And then one of my most favorite things to shop for and to give are the stockings. I still do stockings for all of my kids and grandkids. They've now turned into those cute Santa sacks that came out a few years ago. And it's just fun things. It's gift cards, it's makeup, it's golf balls, it's, you know, all those little fun things. The kids stuff is from Five and Below or Target Dollar Spot or maybe a little game they've been wanting. Just a few little items and my girls have said that's their favorite part is the stocking because they never know what they're going to get. So I love shopping for that. I love to see their faces when they open those and that is just something fun that uh, we've started and it's just one of my favorite things and growing up when you said that, that's where I got that from was my mom. She never stopped doing stockings ever. Yeah. And my dad would drop her off and he would, ha- he owned his own business and he would tell my brother and I, well, I've got to go down to the warehouse. Why don't y'all just ride with me? Mom needs to go inside and take her girdle off. You know, back in that day, the women wore girdles and she would leave. And of course, I never caught on till I was older, but she was doing our stockings and we would walk in and she'd say, you're not going to believe this, but Santa came while we were gone. I still remember that. And I still do that with my kids, even though most of them know that Santa is not real. The first time they ask, we tell them the truth. And um, so it's just a fun thing that we do. And I love it.
0: Yeah, we do stockings too. And it's a big hit at our house. And Brad's always like, I thought, thought the stockings were supposed to be like some fruit and stuff like that. I'm like, well, where? what planet are you on? No, the stockings is perfume and gift cards and all the good stuff. You know, I spend way too much on the, on the stockings some years, but uh, it is fun because they don't know what they're going to get. So that is fun. One thing I'm going to do this year for the grandkids, I'm super excited about this, is I'm doing the 12 Days of Christmas basket for them. And that's going to have 12 books. And so when they get to the countdown, um, they get to open a book. So I'm going to wrap up all the Christmas books and put them in a basket. And then every day they get to open one uh, before Christmas and read it that night. So <gasps> I'm, I'm excited about that. What do you think?
1: Oh, my gosh. So you're going to give that to them 12 days out. Yes. And then they'll just open it. Oh! and they're <gasps> I am making a note. Okay. I love that.
0: Yeah. And Walmart, I went and bought all my books at Walmart. So I've got a combination of uh, the story of Jesus's birth. And so the real Christmas story books, and then some that are just fun, you know, like Rudolph and Frosty and all of that. I mean, I'm excited about that because that'll be a fun little thing for them to do a little activity, you know, one book a day and I'm excited about that. I love that. Yeah. Hey, when our kids were growing up, we did scavenger hunts. We started that. And the reason I did, because they'd gotten older. I forget. I think Caroline was middle school at the time. So Cameron was younger, but we had gotten, I went to great lengths to get backstreet boy tickets. And so um, they didn't know those were coming, obviously. And so we did a scavenger hunt that year. Well, that just kind of caught on. And we started doing one and I remember we, it was, it was just for a random big gift, you know, that we would just do for the family, basically, but the girls got to do a scavenger hunt and find it. And that was always something fun to do Christmas morning as well. Love it. So that was your next item.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. I love family sleepovers And we had talked about on another podcast that both of our kids are spending the night Thanksgiving, which is so fun. But my most favorite thing is we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve so that each family can celebrate Christmas in their own home. And so everyone goes to the Christmas Eve service, which that is the highlight of my season. If I was thinking this morning, if there's one thing I had to pick as my number one, the Christmas Eve service is my favorite. Uh, Growing up, we didn't have one. And my mom and I would go to the Catholic church because they had a midnight mass. And there's something about, for me, being in the church, being in a worship environment Christmas Eve that just brings home what Christmas is all about. So our family goes and attends the Christmas Eve service. And then after that, we come home, we change clothes, we get into our matching pajamas, semi-matching. According to Charlie Dunham, I bought every style, every <laughs> material, and that there's nothing left. Why can't we just do a redo of what we've already done? Which, no, you have to have a new set every year. Um, so we have that discussion But we put on our pajamas and then we just do hors d'oeuvres. And maybe if it's really cold, I'll do some chili or whatever, depending on the weather. But it's really just a bunch of hors d'oeuvres, a bunch of things that my kids have grown up loving. And we just eat and turn on Christmas music. Of course, all the lights are on. And then we sit down and open presents after that. And then we stay up and watch movies. The kids play with their toys and we just watch Christmas movies and just stay up. And then sometimes we play games and it's just the most special time together that I always cherish. And then get up the next day, have a very simple breakfast and send them on their way. And Charlie and I crash and enjoy our Christmas day together. I just love that whole day and just that whole time together together. You know, as your kids get older and as their kids grow up, it gets harder to get together. So I cherish that one night that I know I'm going to get every year. And that's one of my most favorite things.
0: Yeah, I I love that too. Our girls and families have spent the night the last few years on Christmas Eve as well. And we, my girls growing up always spent the night in the same room together. So that was kind of a treat. They would have a summer party together so that they could be together Christmas morning and come down and you know, it would be super exciting. So Cameron, of course, always looked forward to being able to sleep with Caroline because she would be able to sleep with her older sister. And that was a big deal. Even did it when they got, you know, as teenagers and they, they still thought that was fun, but you know, I don't know what it's going to look like for us this year, even is we might not have the sleepover with everyone on Christmas Eve, but we have the past few years. So I'm anxious to see what that'll be like. But you know what, if we don't get to have it, and we'll just make the best of whatever we do get to have. And I think that's the point on some of these traditions is if it looks a little bit different than last year, if you have to make some changes, traditions are heart issues. They're heart things that you remember the end goal is for you to be with your family and to love your family and to be thankful and to uh, spend time together. So however that works, you just uh, find the good in that and and you rejoice like Philippians taught us and, That's right. you, and you make the best of it. And I think uh, those things are so much fun. And I love the sleepovers too. And my husband says the same things about the PJs. He's like, do not buy any more PJs. We've got them in every color, like, I know, but oh, these new ones are so cute, and mm. the girls want these. And so we have that same discussion at our oh house. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. You know, my mother, when we moved to Texas,
1: gosh, over 35 years ago now, she knew that Christmas may change because we did everything on Christmas Eve. I do a lot of the same things I did growing up. And she told me one day, she said, Honey, I have come to realize that whenever you can come here to celebrate Christmas, that's when we will celebrate. It doesn't matter what day. It doesn't matter what day of the week. It's just whenever our whole family can get together. So if that's December 15th, that's when we'll do it. If it's January 5th, that's when we'll do it. It just doesn't matter to me as long as I get to see my family at least one day. So I love that attitude and I love, and that's what I'm bringing into our family. I'm very blessed and very thankful that our family lives in town, but I know many of you struggle with holidays and you take turns and all those things. And I still remember my mother's words and I've repeated those to my own children. You do what's best for your family. Just give me a day. It doesn't matter when it is. So. I love that. I love that attitude. It's just, I think what the Lord has called us to be. We are so blessed to have our families. And I know there's many listeners that may not have a pleasant situation like you and I do. And I just pray that you'll be joyful through it and figure out what's best for you and your family. And it's always a good time to start a tradition for your own family. So um, those are just some words to think about. I want to talk about Yesterland, which no matter where you're listening from, there's probably something like this in your area. But we take our family after Thanksgiving Day, they'll spend the night. and The next morning we drive, if you're a local listener here in the Dallas area, we drive to Canton, Texas, and there's a place called Yesterland. Year or Yesterland. I never can remember the exact name, but you can look it up. And it is like Hallmark. They have Christmas trees you can chop down. They have Christmas music playing. They have these uh, guns that you shoot apples out of these guns and hit these targets. There's little rides. There's fair food. There's a hay ride. There's just an old-fashioned playground, and it's just a fun holiday tradition that actually Becky Leach told us about. And we picked up on it and have gone every year, and we are looking forward to that. We just talked about it the other day. So find something in your area to go to. If you're in a big city like here, you can go to the Gaylord. You can. There are so many places you can go, and even with COVID, I see things starting to advertise the light shows that you can drive through and all of those things that. Find something that you can do as a family to celebrate the holiday. For us, it's going to Canton, and then we stop and get a hamburger. So we've started this little tradition, and our kids are always excited to go. So find something that you can do as a family in the season. The whole month of December, there'll be something you can find there's, you know, I know the Christmas shows aren't really showing, but I noticed someone's doing the nutcracker. I got a notification on my phone. So look around and find something that you can attend as a family and just enjoy
0: that time together. I love that. And I remember I've watched y'all go to Yesterland, and I think I want to try to do that if if I can get my crew you know, with my crew, they're just so little still. Yes. That we yes. still have to do naps. And I tell you what, those naps are going to kill me. I just need another nap. But <laughs> they, those naps really interfere with my plans. Okay, ladies, they really do. But we got to still take naps. So one day I'll be out, we'll be out of the nap phase. And, and that'll be another Thing, right? So, right. Uh, let's talk about happy birthday Jesus parties. I know that yes. you've done that and I've done that. And I think that's a fun thing, especially if you've got kiddos around, to uh, just really make sure that you're celebrating the guest of honor. And I know people that even leave an empty seat at their table and that's to symbolize a chair for Jesus because we do kind of get on with our plans and get on with our day. And sometimes we don't even recognize the guest of honor, right? That's and so right. I think having a happy birthday Jesus party is a good way to be uh, reminded that we are celebrating Jesus and we are celebrating his birth and what that meant for us as his creation and that he He did come to redeem us and to restore the relationship between humanity and God. And so it's a beautiful thing. I know that we do usually a red velvet cake for that and have uh, the candles on there and, and make it a big deal. And I've loved doing that over the last few years with my grandkids. And that's a, that's a fun thing that we do to and and really look forward to as well. I love that. I
1: love that. We are not as fancy red velvet cake. We do a funfetti cake and some of the kids like to help me do that and they can sprinkle on the things and it's just a simple cake. And uh, of course my kids are older and uh, they love to take part in making that cake. So that's a very special thing, and that's, we have to continue doing that just so the kids will remember the reason that we're celebrating. Another fun thing uh, that we do are gingerbread houses. We have a gingerbread competition, and I noticed this year that there are some that are already pre-assembled, and we always buy just the cheap ones, and You know, you just go to Walmart or Big Lots or Target and you just find these and you assemble the walls. And there have been complaints in my family that the walls and the houses don't stay up that well and they spend more time doing that than they can decorating. So I'm thinking about upping uh, the quality of our gingerbread homes and buying the ones that are already put together. But I don't know. I like to watch them struggle with trying to get those walls up and keeping those walls up. But gingerbread houses are just a fun thing that you can do with your kids, with your grandkids, with your adult kids. Uh, Believe it or not, I've seen many of you out on social media asking us to vote on your favorite gingerbread house. So I know there's many of you that do this and I see you do that and some are very, very fancy and then some look like ours. So that's a fun thing you can do with any age child because they can sit in your lap. And I remember when our kids were real little, we would, you know, they would push on all the different little candies and all the different things. It's just something fun you can do with your family. And You can do it whenever you can do it after Thanksgiving when everybody's still there together, or you can do it when they arrive. It's just a fun thing to do. That's just a fun tradition. Now, if you're really fancy, you could bake your own
0: gingerbread house. Lisa, have you ever done that? No, I have not, but my daughter's mother-in-law does. She makes her own. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she makes her <gasps> own gingerbread and cuts it out and makes the sides and does the whole thing. So they're legit. Wow. So they've they've done that for years and it's a really big deal in their house. And I love that. I here's true confessions. Here it is. I have never once decorated a gingerbread house in my life. I think that 2020 needs
1: to be the year that you decorate one. You could go buy the ones that are already pre-assembled. I've seen them everywhere and just decorate to your little heart's desire.
0: I'm the worst. I am not creative like that. I just can never make anything like that look good. I don't know. I'm just not good at it. I don't know. Well,
1: I will say that out of our daughters, there's one daughter that hers is always beautiful, and the other one just kind of halfway does it.
0: So I, I won't say which one's which, there, no,
1: but it's easy to figure out. Yeah. Very easy.
0: There's one thing that I, we've loved through the years, and I want to talk just a minute about Christmas 2020 because it is going to look different, right? Yes. And I know that a lot of the traditions, like at our church, the gift of Christmas, our big church, our big Christmas program has been canceled for this year. And there's a lot of things that canceled. Like I heard that Santa Claus is virtual this year and, you know, just all kinds of things like that. And it's so unfortunate, but we want to keep everyone safe. And especially in Texas with the COVID numbers increasing, I think there's going to be even more cancellations in the future that we don't even know of at this point. So I think for us, we've got to get creative and we've got to do things outside and continue some of these things that we love. I know one thing that we started many years ago was going to the nursing home on Christmas Eve. Well, that's not going to happen this year. You know, I think something like caroling is going to be very popular this year. And you know, when someone shows up at your front porch with some gingerbread or with a coffee cake or something and singing songs and just blessing you like that. It's a treat. And I think, you know, for families, for you all that are listening and for p- families that are looking to make an impact in their community this year, things like caroling and going by and just visiting out in the front yard are going to be so big through the holidays. And I think residents, like I think about my mother, she lives in a, in a residential home with six other people and who are all elderly and not able to live on their own. And she's bedridden. And so being able to come to her house and sing through the window and bless her that way. And uh, j- I just think we're going to have to get creative and coming up with some things this year that will make an impact, but that kind of get us out of our comfort zone a little bit in this strange time, this strange year and uh, where we can be a blessing. I totally agree. And it's funny that you say that
1: because in my little notebook that I keep all my notes and my quiet time things that I write down, I'd started a list of things I wanted to do with our kids because the gift of Christmas, the program at our church, Christmas program, we've been a part of for several years. So this is a very different year for us uh, because we won't be up there all the time. And so we didn't have time to do a lot of things I wanted to. And it's so funny that you bring up caroling because I wrote that down and I said, y'all, we're going to go caroling and we're going to hand people bread as we walk away and we're going to go. And they laughed at me and said, well, who are we going to carol to? And I said, oh, you just don't know. I have started a list of who we're going to sing to. And they just thought it was the funniest thing. But I'm very serious. I think that that needs to be a big thing. And I love that. My mother also is in assisted living. and We will definitely be at her doorstep. Another thing that I think is going to be important are Christmas cards. I'd love to get Christmas cards. I know they're expensive. A lot of people have gone to digital cards that you get through an email or that they put on Facebook. I love that too. But if you're old fashioned like me, I love to get a Christmas card. And I think this year I'm going to look at them even more special. Um, because you took the time to take the picture, and you're not going to take them for uh, granted anymore. You know, I know many photographers are taking pictures, but I know there's some that still aren't comfortable doing that. So, I am looking forward to Christmas cards and uh, those online, and those that I may get in the mail. I don't know what people are going to choose to do this year, but I love that communication and. Even if it's people that you see a lot, you don't see their kids a lot or their grandkids. And it's just fun to have. And I know a lot of people uh, keep those cards and they pray over those families. They'll choose one to pray over throughout the year. They lay them out and say, I'm going to pray for this family in February, this family in March, or they may do it weekly. Uh, Depends on the number of cards that you get. But I love that. Just praying for those families. And I remember I would get a card from a particular family and it would say, we prayed for you today. And it would be like in April. And I think that would be so special to kick off our 2021 with saving the cards that you get, even the digital ones online. And when you pray for that family, just dropping them a note saying, I thought of you today. I prayed for for you today. I hope that your 2021 is an amazing year, no matter what, no matter what, God is still good. He will see us through.
0: I love that idea. I think I might, I might grab hold of that one because I've not been ever done that. And I actually, that you mentioned that got a letter, a card from someone probably about a month ago that said that exact same thing we pray through our Christmas cards and I want to let you know, we prayed for you. And I'm like, Oh my word, it's October, you know? And so I love, I love it. And I think that's a great thing to do in 2021 and make an impact. And I love Christmas cards too. The last thing I want to share is my Christmas box. And that's just a box that I believe the Lord gave me a few years ago, over 10, probably 15 years ago now, but it's just a picture of, of, of Jesus his death, burial, and resurrection. And I place it at the front of our Christmas tree. And what it is, is just an empty box signifying the empty tomb. It's wrapped in white, uh, signifying uh, his, that his blood covered all of our sins and made us white as snow. It's red ribbon showing uh, symbolizing his blood. There's some greenery symbolizing the new life that we have in Christ. And that box just sits at the front of our tree. And it's just a picture of, of the story of Jesus, the gospel. And that's one of our favorite things, and I, I've shared it a lot through the years, and a lot of people have made those boxes, and I think it helps us just to kind of, every time we look at the tree, to see that box there and be reminded that we celebrate Christmas because of Jesus, and he's He's the focus. And I know that Jesus is the reason for the season, was is something that came up many, many, many years ago, but it still holds true today, and it he is the reason that we celebrate as believers in Jesus Christ. So... I've, I've loved having my Christmas box through the years. How do you want to end us, Chrissy? What is one of your last things?
1: I think one of my last things is just to have a time uh, with your family to read the Christmas story. Charlie always says, before we open our gifts, after we have our little uh, hors d'oeuvres and all the fun foods, and we have our Christmas pajamas on, and before we open one gift, we always focus on the Christmas story and Charlie ha- has always read it. And this year I think he's going to have Jonah read it. Jonah is 10 oh, I and love that. he, you know, of course reads very well now. And so uh, we were laughing the other night, you know, maybe it's time to let Jonah start reading the story. So I love that uh, just to remind our kids and I hope it creates a memory in their minds that these gifts are yeah, you know, we're so thankful for him that the Lord allowed us to be able to buy some gifts, But the best gift of all is Jesus. And we want our kids to always remember that and pray that they will all be saved one day. Uh, we have one that's been baptized and that's Jonah, and he gets it and he understands it. And we just pray that he's a warrior for the Lord. And we pray that for all of our kids. So before we even open a gift, We read that story and just pray and thank the Lord for all he's done, but thank him for the most precious gift of all, which is Jesus. So Lisa, we've got a long list here, but it's all good things. So I pray that our listeners will take some of these and add them to their traditions. And if you have some that you'd like to add, please post it on our Instagram. We hope that you follow us at the wonder podcast. We'd love to hear from you on some new ideas and some fresh things, but from the wonder podcast, we just want to say Merry Christmas and enjoy this season after this year,
0: as crazy as it's been. That's right. We, we need to really enjoy it. And it is the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? Uh, Let's have fun. This month is kicking off and we are in December. And so it is Christmas time, y'all. God bless you, thanks for sure. listening.